the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, and you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. Why do we call it Like It Matters Radio? Because it's radio, Like It Matters. Three outcomes, inspiration, education, and application. And we deal with the whole creature. Yep, man is a creature. So there are three parts to this creature. There's the physical part. We are a machine. The body releases chemicals based on certain conditions. It performs at a different level based on what you put in it, just like any other machine. Uh, We have a mind, a psycho, if you will, a psychology, uh, interaction, a community that we connect with people. And then we have a spirit. And so many people abandon one of the three, sometimes two of the three. But on this radio show, Like It Matters Radio, we deal with the whole creature. Why? Because we want to show you how you're made. Why? So you can live your life like it matters. And today, we're going to talk about the hard life. We're going to talk about the hard life. And as soon as I say it, some of you already get uncomfortable, don't you? You just get a little, oh my gosh, the hard life, oh my gosh. No. See, that's the problem. We've been conditioned to be wary of the hard life. And yet, you think of anything great in this world. You think of some of the famous people that you admire, that you look up to. Uh, And man, they chose the hard road. They chose the hard path. And I want you to think about this. Life is a series of going from point A's to point B's. And each of these endpoints, B's, becomes a brand new starting point, A. And in between these A's and B's, or at the end of each segment of this journey, we have proverbial, you know, quote, forks in the road. Choices that we make that dictate what the path moving forward will entail. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to go through those choices, those decisions. And I want to pose the question, which road are you looking for? Are you looking for the hard road? Are you looking for the easy road? I know it doesn't like, well, duh. Who wouldn't want the easy road? That's what you're probably thinking. Logical. And sadly, yeah, and sadly it is logical. But that's why we're in such a mess. Because it is a misnomer. It is not true at all. A matter of fact, God himself tells us. You know, you think about the Sermon on the Mount. You know, it's Matthew uh, 5 through 7. So if you've ever paid attention to it, it's the greatest sermon ever written. 
uh, or I should say preached, because it was preached first, written second. Unlike most of our sermons, they're written first and preached second. This one was preached first uh, and written second. Uh, and in that uh, chapter 7, which I would call my, his closing argument, right? If it's a three-chapter sermon, chapter 5, chapter 6, chapter 7, and chapter 7 is what I'm focused on, then I would say in Jesus' closing statements, if you will, on the most powerful, famous, best uh, preaching ever took place. He says this in Matthew seven thirteen through 15. This is from what's called the voice translation. He says, there are two paths before you. You may take only one path. One doorway is narrow and one door is wide. Go through the narrow door for the wide door leads to a wide path and the wide path is broad. The wide broad path is easy and the wide broad path, easy path has many, many people on it. But, beware of the big but, right? But the wide, broad, easy, crowded path leads to death. Now then, that narrow door leads to a narrow road that in turn leads to a life. It is hard to find that road. Not many people manage it. Along the way, watch out for false prophets, and they will come to you in sheep's clothing. But underneath that quaint and innocent wool, they are hungry wolves. Don't you hear it? God says, I give you two paths. And know the interesting thing, just like life, we can say there's multiple choices But you see, that's the way the enemy confuses us. And as a leader, our goal is to remove confusion. Uh, Because when people become confused, they don't speak up. When people become confused, they don't step up. When people become confused, they don't act up or stand up. And what's going on? We're confused about why we're here. We're confused about what sex we are. We're confused about what bathroom we're supposed to use. We're confused. Should we let genetic men compete with genetic females, even if they call themselves something? What? We hear the confusion and the anger. It's all around us. And you got to know this, that the people that we look to and revere are people that have taken the hard road. How about Sir Edmund Hillary, right? In the 50s, the route to Everest, Mount Everest, was closed by Chinese-controlled Tibet. Nepal allowed one expedition per year. And Sir Edmund Hillary had been part of a British reconnaissance expedition in the mountain two years earlier, 1951. The 1953 Everest expedition consisted of a huge team of over 400 people, including 362 porters, 20 Sherpa guides, and almost 5,000 kilograms of baggage. Expedition leader Hunt named two British mountaineers, Tom Bordillon uh, and Charles Evans, as the first assault team. Hillary and Norgay were the second assault team. Bordillon and Evans attempted the climb, but due to a, falling, a failing oxygen system, only reached the South Pole the South Pole, about 100 meters below the summit. Then Hillary and Norgay got their chance. A crucial last part of climbing Mount Everest is a 12-meter rock face, which Hillary managed to climb. Today, it's known as the Hillary Step. They reached the 8,848-meter high summit, the highest point on Earth, at 11.30 a.m. on May 29, 1953. Now, you got to know, that was hard. Absolutely hard. How many people die 
uh, wanting to climb Everest. How about this one? Leading in hard times, lessons from Shackleton. For scientific discovery, give me Scott. For speed and efficiency of travel, give me Amundsen. But when disaster strikes and all hope is gone, get down on your knees and pray for Shackleton. Antarctic explorer, right? See, in 1914, Europe began World War I and set about devouring a generation of European men. Also that year, Ernest Shackleton, already a famed and knighted Antarctic explorer, headed an expedition across that continent. The ice trapped and then crushed his ship, the Endurance, forcing months of camping on the ice, followed by a six-day open boat trip. Next came a truly incredible three-week ordeal as Shackleton and a crew of five others crossed 830 miles through Hurricane and Gale World Seas in a modified lifeboat. Then he and two others traversed the uncharted interior of South Georgia Island at first and its perilous combination of mountains and ice fields, 32 miles in about 36 hours. Shackleton's multiple attempts to rescue those left behind culminated in his arriving with a rescue ship four months after his departure. These are people that are hard. How about Jackie Robinson? How about Martin Luther King Jr.? How about Abraham Lincoln? How about Jesus the Christ himself? Who told us to seek the hard life? The hard life is the one that's remembered. The hard life allows for others to have an easier path. The hard life is where we learn, we get our we get our standing, we find out who we are. We find out why we're here. We find out whose we are. We find out what it's going to take. And today I want to talk about expectations because we've got too many people looking for the easy path. And the easy path is destroying our marriages. It's destroying our psyche. It's destroying our country. What we need is men and women who are willing, who dare seek that hard life, that hard path. I am Mr. Black. We'll be back. Just can't wait to get on the road again. The life I love is making music with my friends. stimulus and the response there is a space and in that space is your power your freedom dr victor frankel in this unprecedented time of pandemics and confusion our daily choices matter more and they are more consequential times of challenge and opportunities require another set of eyes a deeper understanding a bigger picture so we can live a life of purpose and passion like it matters Mr. Black is excited to announce the release of his newest book, Way of the Warrior, a daily devotional, bringing hope and encouragement to be all that you were created to be. Each day, Mr. Black shares with you guidance from above that is educational, inspirational, and applicational. Access Mr. Black each day as he continues to help you raise your bar and become all you were created to be. Way of the Warrior, daily devotional, is now available in ebook and hardcover at likeitmatters.net. Regain and retain your power and your freedom. Order Way of the Warrior, daily devotional, and let God be your guide and Mr. Black your life caddy. Order today at likeitmatters.net. Whoa. Look at all these options. You could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream Freedom 1570. Top shelf choices include Freedom1570.com, our free app, and Radio.com. Want to enroll your child in Christian school this fall for half the cost? TwinCitiesTuitions.com is joined with area private schools to offer half-off tuition for your child's first year. 
At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, you'll see our partnering schools, an interactive map to find one in your area, and frequently asked questions about the program. Now more than ever, it's important for your child to have a biblical worldview. Get details about the half-off Christian tuition program at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Join the Freedom Insider Club in March, and you could win a copy of our Regnery Book of the Month, Why the Green New Deal is Even Worse Than You Think, by Mark Morano. Sign up today at Freedom1570.com. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about the hard life. And we're also talking about expectations. You know, expectations are really important. You know, expectation as defined, because I'm an etymologist by trade, I believe that we should be using the same words the same way. An expectation is a strong belief that something will happen or be the case in the future. Uh, This is from Merriam-Webster. The act or state of expecting anticipation and and expectation of what would happen. Uh, This is from dictionary.com. The act or the state of expecting to wait in expectation. Uh, It's all expectation. Why does that matter? Because in our brain, the unconscious level, we have something called the reticular activating system. And whatever we set it to, we see. And so if you set your uh, mind on life ain't no fair, let's say you got on the life ain't no fair channel. You know what you're going to see are things that show you that life ain't no fair. You know, right now in America, America's remote control is broke on the victim channel. Uh, and on the victim channel, there's a couple different feeds. Uh, one of them uh, is the Life Ain't No Fair channel. On the victim channel, uh, there's also a thing called privilege. Uh, we actually call it covetousness, but the world calls it privilege because that's what it is. Why does he have more than I do? Uh, why is she getting that job and I didn't get that job? Uh, why does he have a house and I only rent? Why does, don't you hear, it's, it's the Ten Commandments. But see, what we're being doing, uh, we're being conditioned. That's what's been happening. We're being conditioned. Your expectations are created. We're creating expectations by a narrative by our media. And so you're expecting us to be a racist country. 
you're expecting white people to not like black people. And yet, I'm telling you right now, uh, I hear far more from people of color about how they don't want this black white person doing this or they don't want this white person doing that. I mean, there was just an article, I think it was in Pittsburgh, uh, a 12-year-old boy was in line with his mom or dad at McDonald's. Uh, there was a black gentleman standing behind him. And this black gentleman, we don't hear about it for a couple of days, but started attacking that 12-year-old boy, knifed him, I mean, stabbed him in the back of the neck. I mean, uh, it was a terrible scene. You know, when I read about that two days ago, yeah, it was two days ago, the same day as the uh, shooting in the uh, uh, massage parlors, but we didn't hear about the one because of the other. Uh, but I always wondered when I saw that, I saw the man was a black man. And so what I want to do is find out what was the color of the white, of the person who was stabbed. Because I had a hunch. And one thing I've realized is when they do not mention race in an article, I can tell you 90% of the time why. I'm being honest with you. Because it was a black person doing something to a white person. I just want you to know. I had read scanning some article yesterday. Um, somebody attacked, somebody attacked him, hit him or whatever, and screamed out some, uh, terrible thing about Asian people. And it was, I think it was on the front newspaper. I don't know what happened. The person wasn't killed or whatever, but yet that's the day earlier. And we still haven't heard about it was this black guy. Uh, and again, I think it's in Pittsburgh at a McDonald's. You can just Google black guy at McDonald's stabs 12 year old. You'll see what I'm talking about. Uh, and, uh, I found out today it was, it was a white kid that he attacked and while he was attacking him, he was screaming uh, evil, white, whitey, white N-word. He called him a white N-word, uh, the white devil. Don't you, don't you hear what's being – this is being pushed. And right now the easy thing is to go along. The easy thing is to go along and to agree like the sheeple uh, to, to, so you're not censored, so you're not canceled, so you're not uh, kicked out of your business – so you're not banned on social media, the easy road is to go along with it. See, too many people are looking for the easy button. And I talk about this in my class all the time because my training is the toughest training uh, you'll ever go through. That's why I'm telling you, we need to start embracing the hard life. We need to start embracing the hard path because there's a lot to learn. Jackie Robinson took a hard path to become the first black player in Major League Baseball. He was picked because he was a man of God. He was picked because he was a real man. How we used to define real men, and real men that could take a, an insult without feeling the need to attack someone else. That's why he was picked. Look it up. He was picked because they knew he was going to get called names and spit upon and called every dirty name and uh, just treated inhumanely. And they needed a black man who was man enough not to fight, who was man enough to turn the other cheek. Do you realize how hard it is to take insults, to be spit upon and turn the other cheek? Do you know how hard it is? I don't know. I've done some little bits, but I do know someone who does know Jesus Christ. I mean, think about it. Comparatively to us, uh, you know, we're, we're pets to Jesus Christ. Uh, I have a cat named, I talk about it all the time, Susan. Why do I have this cat that I have to pay for, I have to change her little box, have to buy food for, have to put up with her meowing? Why do I do that? For relationship. Yeah. Why did God create us? For relationship. And God loved us enough that he came down the form of man to walk in our shoes so he could understand our struggles in the flesh. That's why it's called incarnate. 
That means in flesh, right? Carne asada, flesh, carne, it's flesh. And so Jesus was spit upon, was put a bag over his head and punched so that he couldn't defend himself, was a, a, a thor, uh, what is it, a crown of thorns nailed to his head, received 39 lashes for a cat of nine tails that ripped the flesh off his body to where he couldn't even be recognized, and then was hung on a cross, nailed to a cross, and then bled out like a sheep. So he understands the hard life. It takes a real man to be able to handle that, a real, should say, person, because many women, many women have endured more than most men could handle. I mean, childbirth itself, why do you think God made women uh, the carrier of life? Because we men are too weak, too chicken. Because <laughs> if men gave birth, we would have no problem with uh, population control. I guarantee you. <laughs> None at all. Yeah, we would have one family household. We could all live in China. One family household. That's one child household. That's all it would be, right? And so you got to realize that we got to choose. Be careful what we choose because life is a series of choices. Even God gives us just two choices, life or death, darkness or light, blessings or curse. Choose to follow God Jehovah or the gods of the world. Notice there's always two choices that God gives us because he knows us. And so we've got a lot of people looking for the easy life, a lot of people looking for the easy button. And I tell people, if you're looking for the easy button, then go to Staples. It'll cost you about 8 to 10 bucks with tax. It was made in China with lead paint. Why do I know this? Because I got one. That's why. But what you want, you don't want the hard, I mean the easy button. You want the go button. And I'm going to tell you right now, the go button will only be found on the hard life, on the hard path. See, it's like a slot racetrack. You know, we, we buy these slot racetracks. They're in boxes. You snap them together. Some have an oval. Some have a figure eight. Some have a loop. And you snap it together, and there's a slot that runs around the entire length of the track. And then you have a little car with a metal stud stick on the bottom. And you take that little car with a metal stud stick on the bottom, and you put it in the slot uh, on the track. And then if you pull the controller, you notice it's usually a wired controller. Some are wireless. But if you notice, there is no steering device. There is no directional device. There's no GPS. There's no steering wheel. There's no arrow to go left and right or stop, none. You know why? Because when you press the button, what I call the go button, it brings fire to the track. And do you know where that car goes? Wherever the track is laid out. And if you're going to choose the hard life, just like people like, um, you know, Jesus and Paul, just like uh, Jackie Robinson, just like Martin Luther King Jr., Sir Edmund Hillary, Shackelford, right? You look at some of these great athletes who sacrificed everything. I think about it's hard to be a steward of some of the great things that we've been given. It's hard to save yourself for marriage and not give in to the, uh, you know, the lust of the world. It's hard getting out of debt by putting yourself on a limiting budget and using envelopes. It's hard living a life of integrity when there's so many choices and options to live one that lacks integrity. It's hard staying married in today's world. It's hard to say no while everybody else is saying yes. It's hard to say yes 
while everybody else is saying no. I'm going to tell you right now, it is hard to properly discipline your kids. Boy, when I was younger and I was more of a rageaholic, I'll be honest with you, it was a lot easier discipline kids because I was in rage, I was angry, and maybe I didn't take that rage or anger full bore out of my kids. But now that I don't have that rage and anger, boy, it is a lot harder. The old saying, if you do discipline right, it'll hurt me more than it hurts that child. So what I'm telling you right now, the blessed life is not an easy road. To live your life like it matters, it's hard. You're going to hit walls. You're going to hit disappointments. You're going to hit negative forces. And it's going to knock you square on your butt. And you can take the easy path and stay down and feel sorry for yourself. You can take the easy path and claim to be a victim. You can take the easy path and blame the world or blame the president or blame circumstance. Or you can pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and hit it again. The key is having your expectations. And your expectations are based on your beliefs. And so after the break, we're going to go through this this tyranny of of beliefs because some of us have beliefs that are destroying us. They are actually working against us. And so we need to take a, a look at these existential beliefs so that we can expect to live that hard life and expect great returns on walking that path. I am Mr. Black. We'll be back. in 48 hours that changes your life like it matters leadership awakening listen to this 22-year law enforcement veteran with ptsd compare leadership awakening to other training he's received you focus on the individual i think you kind of answered the why question whereas a lot of the other programs that are out there i don't want to say they put a band-aid on it but they don't do a very good job of going into the why and, you know, why am I doing this? Why is my brain uh, revert back to the images? You know, why do I get depressed? And like you said, right, it's a choice. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Have you been suffering from numbness, tingling, burning, or restless pain in your hands or feet? It may be time to pivot from the cycle of more and more medications and take a conservative, holistic approach to your neuropathy. Get answers today by contacting Dr. Knight Chiropractor at Abundant Life Chiropractic Health Center in Chanhassen. If you do nothing, you run the risk of suffering long-term complications like infections, poor wound healing, balance issues restraining you to a walker, and possible amputations. In fact, 73,000 Americans lose a limb every year to untreated treated diabetic neuropathy. Get your life back today. Abundant Life Chiropractic Health Center has helped hundreds of patients improve and in some cases completely reverse their neuropathy. If you're ready to regain your independence, contact Dr. Knight DC at Abundant Life Chiropractic Health Center in Chanhassen. As a Freedom 1570 listener, you receive a special $49 get acquainted offer. That's a massive value for just $49. Neuropathy doesn't wait around. You shouldn't either. Call 952-383-38 to schedule a full neuropathy workout. 
This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. I feel all dead inside. I'm backed up in a dark corner. And I don't know who's hitting me. You can act like a man! You clumsy poop! And I am he. No, not the clumsy poop. I am Mr. Black. Uh, And you are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. Radio that's inspirational, educational, and applicational. And we always got to remind ourselves of the definition of educational that we're talking about. By education, I mean Einstein's definition. Einstein would call education not the learning of mere facts and figures but the training of the mind to think. And right now, we've become a lot of sheeple. We've become drones, that we are basically programmed. We're becoming programmed racist. I'm stunned at how America is so okay with racism. Uh, I used to think America uh, did not allow racism, did not like it, but I'm now learning that America is absolutely okay with racism, as long as the right people are on top and the right people on the bottom. Right now, they're absolutely okay with black people being racist against white people. It's ignored. It's not talked about. uh, It's pretended like it doesn't happen. And yet anybody that is non-white, if they get hurt, get attacked, whatever, then we have this huge problem. This guy uh, who killed, uh, went to the uh, massage parlors and killed all those incredible people. And I feel sorry for the loss. I can't even imagine what it was like. He didn't do that because he was looking for Asian people. He killed people uh, of different nationalities. He was addicted to porn. We live in a world where people are addicted to porn. I mean, to be honest with you, I go on Facebook at least five to seven times a day. I have to uh, uh, make sure I get rid of people, block them. I got women sending me naked pictures, sending me videos of them having sex. Uh, I had a lady last night, a beautiful woman, on my messenger. Uh, rec- say, hey, would you like to hook up with me? And I'm like, whoa, what? beautiful woman. And, yeah, and again, the easy thing would have been to hide that from my wife and go, uh, hey, I got a business trip I got to go on. Hey, I got to uh, uh, run out to the adventure site. But that's not who I am. And see, that brings us back to how do you live on the hard path? How do you live? And this is not something negative. If there's two roads out there, one's easy and one's hard. Because that's what God said. Remember, read uh, uh, Matthew seven thirteen through 15. God himself, the creator of the universe, the maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen, says that there are two paths. One is easy. Everybody's on it. It's leading to destruction. And one is hard. Very few are on it and very few find it. He said, that's the one you want to find. 
That's the one. Alexander Hamilton, right? Do you realize one of his favorite quotes, one of my favorite quotes that he said is, the nation which can prefer disgrace to danger is prepared for a master and deserves one. And that's where we're at in America today. Everybody's, not everybody, but many are taking the easy path with this uh, uh, pandemic. You know, it's a joke. There is not some huge, I don't care what people are saying, a half a million people in America have not died from COVID-19, have not, it has not happened. Why are our cities not filled with dead homeless people? Dead homeless people don't wear masks, they don't wash up, they go poop, they go pee, and then they touch their face and touch their mouth, touch everybody else. They cough all over each other, sneeze, they're touching themselves all the time, they're not washing their hands. Why aren't our streets lined with dead people, uh, homeless people? People, you got to wake up. You got to wake up. Something else is going on here. We're being told, but the easy path is just go along with it. I've seen a lot of my friends on Facebook say hey, they're going to go ahead and get that vaccine. And it's just fine. You do what you want to do. It's your body. But it's not a vaccine by definition. It's therapy. Uh, I heard a doctor say it's kind of like taking chemotherapy for cancer you don't have yet. I don't know about you, but I'm not interested in that route because we'll find out a year to two years down the road what was actually in that and how that modified RNA switched on and switched off certain things. Uh, we're going to find out later. But because people are looking for the easy path, and we used to be founded upon the hard path. I mean, let's be honest. That was the way we went before. Let me. How about this? You tell me who I am. I'll give you my resume, and then you tell me who I am. And then you tell me, was this an easy path or a hard path? And then the unwritten question or unasked question will be, would you call me a success or failure? So you decide. Here's my resume. Who am I? Uh, as a child, my family was forced out of their home. I had to work to support them. Two years later, my mother died. Three years later, I failed in business. Eleven years later, I ran unsuccessfully for state legislature. The same year, I lost my job and was denied entrance into law school. A year later, I borrowed money from a friend to go into business. Within one year, I was bankrupt and out of business. I spent the next 17 years of my life paying off my debt. Two years after that, my college sweetheart, my fiance, died. The following year, I had a nervous breakdown and spent six months in bed. Two years after that, I lost in my bid to become Speaker of the State Legislature. Two years after that, I lost in my bid to become elector. Three years after that, I lost in my bid for a congressional seat. Five years after that, I lost in my bid for re-election in Congress. Next year, I lost in my bid for the small job of, quote, land officer in my home state. Five years later, I lost in my bid for United States Senate. Two years after that, I lost in my bid for the vice presidential nomination for my party. I actually received less than 100 votes. Two years later, again, I lost my bid for the United States Senate. And then two years after that, I became the president of the United States. In 1860, I was elected the 16th president of the United States of America. What is my name? Yeah, Abraham Lincoln. Now, would you consider Abraham Lincoln a success or a failure? Would you consider Abraham Lincoln as having taken the easy path or the hard path? That's right. Now, how about the founding fathers? You know, I don't think there's anybody next to Donald Trump that's lost more. Donald Trump's lost at least a trillion dollars. 
He didn't receive a salary. He donated a salary. He walked away from his business. There are haters out there because the deep state hated him because they couldn't control him. Uh, he was dismantling the deep state, and they had to do anything they could, including a fraudulent election of that casket of a man, Joe Biden, so that he could be our president. This is a joke. He's destroying our country in a short period of time. Of course, he won't be around to live in it. His kids, grandkids, all of us will live in it. But we already know that America has a two-tiered system, right, justice system. There's one justice system if your name's called Clinton or Biden or FBI or you're friends with any of those or, or you give them money. And then there's another justice system for Christians and for conservatives and for people who share the biblical values that this country was founded upon. So you got to realize, what are we looking for? Would you call Mary Kay a failure? Would you call Colonel Sanders a failure? Would you call Ray Kroc a failure? How about Sam Walton? And why did I bring up all these names? Well, if you don't know, maybe you should read a book now and then that doesn't have smutter vampires in it. Maybe you should use the Internet for something more than searching for pornography. Logic. Because one out of every three searches on the Internet is for pornography. See, we're all on this easy, easy path, and it's leading nowhere. It's leading to destruction. And after the break, the last segment, I'm going to go through what's going to stop this. What stops this is the, knowing the answers to the existential questions. Who am I? Why am I here? What's my purpose? You know, if you think about it, you know, Paul is probably the greatest Christian to ever live outside of Jesus Christ. Nobody's ever lived the Christian walk. Only Jesus Christ has lived it. But, you know, in, uh, what is it, 2 Corinthians 11, Paul goes through the list. You know, I think it's start at 16 here. It says, I repeat, let no one think me foolish. But even if you do, accept me as a fool so that I too may boast a little. Now, what he's saying is that it's not world, I mean, it's not godly to boast in the flesh. It's a sin. He knows that. But he lays out a list of what he's been through. He says, quote, to my shame, I must say, we were too weak for that. What he's talking about is we were too weak. We gladly bear fools being wise ourselves, for you bear it if someone makes slaves of you or devours you or takes advantage of you or puts on airs or strikes you in the face. That's what he says in verse 20. You know, we've got so many Christians that are just uh, being slaughtered and that we're wanting to love, and so we don't speak up. Uh, we just go along with people that abuse us and all that. And I don't know where it's at. We're all off a little bit. No one's perfect. Only God has omniscience, which is perfect knowledge. But notice Paul in verse 24, uh, he starts going to list of what he's been through. And he says that verse 24 on, it says, Five times I received at the hands of the Jews uh, the 40 lashes less one. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. And we're not talking about the rolling and smoking stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked, a night and a day I was adrift at sea. On frequent journeys in danger from rivers, danger from robbers, danger from my own people, danger from Gentiles, danger in the city, danger in the wilderness, danger at sea, danger from false brothers, in toil and hardship through many a sleepless night, in hunger and thirst, often without food, in cold and exposure, and apart from other things, there is the daily pressure on me of my anxiety for all the churches. Who is weak? And I am not weak. Who is made to fall? And I am not indignant. See, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you right now, get off the easy path. 
There are people going to death, destruction, mayhem, divorce, losing their homes, losing their drive, losing everything because they're on the easy path. Just stay at home, put your mask on, shut up, and cash the checks that go in your bank account. Boy, isn't it easy just to go on that that, uh, wide path that everybody else is on? But I'm going to suggest that what we want to find is that other path, that narrow path, the narrow path that leads to the hard life. Because when it's all said and done, and we're in a box at the front of the room, it is the hard life that's going to bring the most rewards for now and eternity. I am Mr. Black. We'll be right back. This is serious stuff. We believe you're messing up America. You could pay attention for a couple of minutes. against the wind. construction business constructing memories relationships new ideas and a legacy that will outlive us life is best imagined as a construction project at like it matters we craft tools and teach you how to use them mr black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream one of those tools is individual life counseling the best analogy is a life caddy because sometimes you just need another set of eyes a second tool books by mr black always opening up your mind Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Cool voiceover. Zany sound effect. Okay, we were going to write a flashy promo about streaming us on Radio.com. But considering how easy it is to do, we'll just keep it simple, too. Listen to Freedom 1570 on the Radio.com app. Are you the principal or leader of a Christian or Catholic school? Would you like to fill the empty seats in your classrooms for no cash out of pocket? TwinCitiesTuitions.com would like to team up with you on our tuition program for first-year students. You'll be part of a marketing campaign to raise awareness about your school and gain new students for next year and beyond. Again, at no cash investment for your school. Get details by logging on to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Need new windows but don't want to sit through long, high-pressure sales calls? I get it. What if I told you you could get competitive quotes from three contractors after one short meeting with me on any window brand, and it's all free? Visit My Three Quotes online. That's My Three Quotes. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. 
Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Any time you got nothing to do, lots of time to do it, come up. I'm drinking wine and eating cheese and catching some rays, you know. If she were a president, she'd be Abraham Lincoln. Easy street. <laughs> I'm not Abraham Lincoln. I am Mr. Black. And you are under construction on Like It Matters Radio Network. And that's our producer, John, who puts a smile on my face as I'm ripping into you. So uh, thanks, John. You know, John brings a little levity to my intensity. If you haven't figured out, I'm a pretty intense man. Yes, I am. Uh, I've lived a hard life, uh, and that's okay. Uh, you know, my childhood was pretty intense. My dad was abusive, alcoholic, beat on us at nightly, beat on my mom. Uh, I went through a lot of psychological counseling, a lot of trauma, uh, healing, cleaning myself up. I was going to mix up cleaning and healing, healing, <laughs> cleaning myself up. Uh, and can I honestly say at 55 years old, that's how old I am now, I am thankful for my childhood. Uh, I, I wouldn't want to go back and relive it. And there's a lot of people living in a childhood right now that's a lot worse than the one I had. Without my pain, without my hurt, without the hardships of my childhood, I could have never made it on my own at 16. I could have never lived in my car at 17, went to the Army on my own, graduated high school on my own. It was that hard life serves us well. It allows us to learn about ourselves. You know, this thing, one of my goals in life uh, is to help people fight better. And I don't mean fight meanly. I mean fight better. Here's the problem, that most people don't know how to fight with words. They don't know how to fight with logic. They don't know how to fight. And this is part of the reason for this radio show. And I questioned myself before because I'm pretty hardcore on, on Facebook, on uh, social media. And, and a while back, God said to me, Black, you're not on social media to change people's opinions. And that was a huge awakening to me because you're not changing anybody's opinion on social media. God told me that you're on social media to teach other people how to fight, to give other people examples of logical ways to fight. And when I got that, because there are times I can be harsh on social media. We get these people that want to just throw the bombs and want to just be mean and nasty. Uh, they can be mean. And so I have a gift of words. And I can put words together. I can slice and dice people. I can do surgery verbally, li- linguistically. And in the past, I've used it to hurt people. Now I use it to teach people how to defend themselves. You know, there was a guy who was posting the whole George Floyd thing without mentioning George Floyd's name. He put something like, well, am I responsible if I choose to do drugs uh, that enough to kill me? And then I put myself in a position where I get arrested. And, I put, and he did this whole thing without mentioning George Floyd's name. And he said, so someone tell me. And so as a professional, I'm a counselor. I piped in and said, no, Keith, my professional opinion is that you are not in recovery if you ingest enough drugs to kill you uh, and you're still struggling with it, you can't be in recovery. I said, you're still in at the most denial, at the least a bigger battle than you realize. Maybe you haven't hit rock bottom yet because pain is a great motivator. When the pain gets great enough, everybody will eventually do something different. And then he posts back and says, well, 
uh, and he, he kind of got mad at me. So, well, you know, I'm really talking about personal responsibility. Do I have any personal responsibility that I ingested enough drugs uh, and then was doing something illegal to where cops arrested me and then I had taken enough drugs to kill me and then I hyperventilate and die from those drugs? Is there any personal responsibility since what this was really about is personal responsibility? Now, again, we're talking about George Floyd, but we're not talking about George Floyd. So I put this, quote, Yes, it is about personal responsibility. Personal responsibility is a part of life, and it's a part of all three areas of life, relationally, in our businesses, and even our walk with God. God does not remove us from our consequences. Outside of wiping away our sins, so we have Christ's righteousness as we stand before Abba, Father God. See, God allows us the consequences of our choices. Why? So we learn and grow and become more like Christ, and we learn to make different choices. And even though the Father God does not remove our consequences, he loves us through them, walking hand in hand with us, or as, a, as in the footprint poem, there's only one set of prints because he carried us. Amen? And then I did, immediately after that, I did another post, and this guy, Keith, I said, Keith, P.S., I know we are talking about George Floyd, but we are all George Floyd. If we were to be exposed at our lowest point, None of us would look or smell well, yet by the grace of God, there go I. I believe it was a shame what happened to George Floyd, but let's all be honest. George Floyd is not being memorialized because of the way he lived his life. George Floyd is being memorialized for the way he died. I commit to live my life in a way I'm remembered more for how I live my life than how I died. That's why I'm in love with my Christ Jesus. That is why I took this opportunity to share the forgiveness and love of Jesus to our reading audience. And see, ladies and gentlemen, we got to know who we are. Remember, I talk about this all the time. There's something called logical levels. There are six levels, uh, and it's at the bottom is environment. Right above that is behavior. Right above that is capabilities. Right above that is beliefs and values. Right above that is identity. And above that is spirit. And from the psychological point of view, there are six levels that human beings work with. In each level, these have belief systems structured. The basic level is your environment, your external constraints. You operate on this environment through your behavior. Your behavior is guided by your mental maps and your strategies, which define your capabilities. These capabilities are organized by belief systems and values. Beliefs are organized by identity. And your identity derives its essential meaning from spirit, why are we here? That is so important. And those are the questions that don't seem to be addressed. In my training, and you can read about it at likeitmatters.net, is that's what we do. We go to the core. Everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief system. And you got to understand the logical levels. That's why I teach this stuff on my radio show. I want to teach you logically how you work, how you create experience. And you got to get this about the neurological levels or logical levels. It's easier to change things at the bottom versus the top. Change takes place from the top down, not the bottom up. And you can't change an issue at the same level it was created at. You've got to go to the level above it. And so we've got the solution here is to know who you are. See, at the very top is the God question. Why are you here? What were you created for? Below that is your identity. Who are you? Who are you? Below that is what do you believe in? What do you value above all else in this world?
What capabilities do you possess that's going to allow you to function in the realm of this world? And what kind of a behavior will that create? And then what type of places will you hang out in? And see, that is the key. You've got to make these decisions. And I know that I'm a child of God. See, not only do I know who I am and why I'm here, but I know whose I am. And see, is that strength of conviction, that ability to know those existential questions. And when you don't know who you are, then you're easily swayable. When you don't know why you're here, then you waste your time and you look for the easy path. When you don't know whose you are, do you see how it changes everything? I know who I am. I know whose I am. That's why I do my leadership training. I do it once a month, likeitmatters.net. Go. It's a two and a half day experience that will change your lives. Mom, people are struggling with depression. They're helpless, hopeless. They're looking for the easy path. And I want to suggest to you that your expectations are off. Come to my two and a half day experience. Let us reset your expectations because who you are absolutely matters. There's only one of you. In all rarity, there is great value. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. Diane ain't much of a living boy. That, sir, is illogical. Who am I? I don't know. is ready for a reboot, a recharge. The way our companies operate has changed. Adapting to the changes hasn't been easy, but never more important to succeed. Many of the digital resources available have helped overcome obstacles your business is facing, but are you using the full potential of every one of them? That's where Salem Surround can help. Your business needs to use digital tools more than ever to stay in touch with customers, making buying decisions right now and for the future. Will they consider or even know about you? The marketing team at Salem Surround gives you the tools needed to stand out and be visible to current and potential customers online right now looking for what you do. We'll design a plan that targets and surrounds customers with proven marketing strategies. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Ringing Liberty.